The following views expressed by the guests on today's show are solely those of the guests and are not in any way representing the views of Wove Inspiration or any other entity. Again, it should be made clear Wove Inspiration is no way endorsing, embracing, or agreeing with the views expressed by our guests today. Previously on Wove Inspiration, I kid you not, I had my my te- uh, temperature was 102. I was sweating and, and I could barely move and he still wanted to have sex with me. And needless to say, he got what he wanted and then he left. And right then and there is when I knew, ah, uh, this had to stop. This was, this was it. This was the, this was the last straw. This is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. This is Althea with Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. And today, my special guest is Miss Maureen St. Germain. She is the founder of Acoustic uh, Records International, and she is the author of Waking Up in 5D, a practical guide to multidimensional transformation. Welcome to the show, Maureen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure. Not a problem. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. I grew up in, on a farm in the okay. Midwest. I, um, my parents were uh, Catholics and raised me Catholic. When I was a young woman, because of my love for God, I wanted to be a nun. Um, then I kind of did a quick 180, um, when I actually got accepted into the convent to go to college, uh, you know, as a postulant and bailed on that at the last minute. I'm not sure exactly why, but anyway, um, then, uh, um, went to college and met my husband and had four children, worked in the corporate world most of that time. Mm -hmm. Um, and also helped my husband with, uh, some business. And then um, after my children left home, my husband and I split up and um, I pursued my spiritual path with a little more passion Okay. and began to teach meditation and spiritual subjects like that. Okay. So can you explain to the listener what's involved in the Akashic Records? Uh-huh. Well, we all... Um, practically everybody who believes in the afterlife believes that there's some kind of accounting or some kind of record keeping. And the Akashic records are like the living library of what's going on. So it's a way, it's a little bit like a report card in that it helps people know how they're doing. And it's also a resource because we all have choice. And I think that's the biggest thing that that um, we all need to hear that we are loved and that we have choice. And mm-hmm. so the Akashic, accessing the Akashic Records is a little bit like going to the library and finding out all your possibilities and then um, uh, working with that. Now, um, when I say possibilities, what I really mean is uh, a lot of times we don't understand the people around us. So the, accessing the records is not like trying to tell the future. Okay. It's 
it's like helping you understand what people are really thinking when they ha- behave a certain way towards you that you think they're behaving badly. You know, okay. we all discover this. I have a great story about a woman who's three, cho- she had three children and two had already left home, but the oldest one was still hanging out. And, you know, the older, the, the daughter was 35 and she was rearranging the kitchen and then the mother would come along and rearrange it back. You know, there's drama like that, you know, little stuff that was just frustrating. And the mother said, you know, I, I, I'm really ready for her to, you know, make her own way Mm -hmm. and um when she was when she learned how to access the records what she did is she first meditated and asked you know a general question like what what could be known as a point of contrast so she could understand the difference between just asking in meditation what she should do and then asking when she's in her own akashic records okay and so when she asked her own um you know in prayer what should i do she was told to be more compassionate loving and supportive of her daughter. Um, but when she asked in the Akashic Records, what happened is the, the energy of that environment allowed her to feel what her daughter was feeling. And she was told, you have no idea how frightened your daughter is. And then she felt her daughter's fear. And she finally understood why her daughter was literally frozen in fear at home. Hmm. And So that gave the mother compassion. And then she was told um, in in this uh, uh, meditation with the Akashic Records guides, she will always be there for you. Now, this woman was a widow. Her husband had left trust funds for everybody, so everybody was well taken care of. But it was really um, uh, a challenge to try and put it all together. Okay. Okay. So you have a new book and it's uh, entitled Waking Up in Five Dimension, A Practical Guide to Multidimensional Transformation. So can you tell me a little bit about your book? Yes. Um, The book started out kind of as a um, surprise, if you will. Um, uh, (laughs) I um, was teaching people how to um, connect with um, spirit in meditation and helping people with their understanding of the reality in terms of sacred geometry and things like that. And information began to come through that allowed me to understand that the reality around us was changing. Um, a great example is of me um, putting something down and then uh, um, not being able to find it, you know, a few minutes later. Okay. And discovering, uh, you know, and going going off without it, and then coming back and finding it exactly where I left it. And this began happening enough times that I started asking my guidance, you know, well, where is this? Where did it go? And I was always told, well, it's in a higher dimension. And I assumed that since I believe that we're going through a metamorphosis in consciousness, you know, the whole planet is going through metamorphosis in consciousness, and we're all becoming more connected to one another and more spiritual, that my stuff was being sent ahead, and kind of like monkeys in space. And I I say that kind of tongue in cheek, but Mm -hmm. I honestly thought that that's what was going on, because I couldn't fathom what else could be going on. Okay. And then one day, 
when I asked the question, instead of asking, where did my stuff go? I asked, what is going on? And I was told, Maureen, you were in the higher vibrational dimension when you put it down. So when you're in that place of ecstasy or that place of deep love, deep appreciation for people or a situation or for God, your vibration literally transports you, elevates you to the place that if you put something down while you're in that state and then slide back into our normal um, polarity-based reality, we're not going to see it. Okay. And then all you have to do is ask, I'd like it back. And then you kind of slide back up because you're not worried anymore. You're not. Um, very interesting. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So I uh, looked over your um, your website and everything, and you seem to develop a unique set of insight and skills that help others. So how did this knowledge come about? Well, it started with meditation. And uh, little by little, the information came in. And initially, I was teaching what I was taught to teach, which is a form of meditation that involves using um, um, the codes, the measurements around the body and things like that. Um, and then uh, little by little, that information became more um, more understood by virtue of everything else that I was doing. Mm-hmm. So you know how you um, you might you might be working on a project, maybe a craft project, and you're trying to make everything come together on a, on a piece of artboard. And then all of a sudden, something happens and you shift and you re- you can see all the pieces come together. Um, Oprah calls it her aha moment. Mm. And mm. it's like that. So that I started having a lot of those aha moments. And what it did for me is then I was able to connect those dots and realized that I was getting a body of knowledge that was out there that people knew about, but they had not validated. Now think about this: you you could be um, you could be at a traffic light and notice that the light has changed and no one's moved. Well, you're not in a hurry. You're not worried about it, so you don't pay any attention. You dismiss it. Mm-hmm. But when I was talking with people and I was saying, you know, this is one of the proofs of it. I'd have five, 10, 20 people in the room say, that's happened to me. I didn't realize that that was proof that we were, you know, changing our consciousness. Okay. So, um, and one of the things that I think is mentioned in your bio is that you draw on the Macarba. Is that, am I pronouncing that right? It's it's pronounced Merkaba or Merkaba, either way. Okay. So Merkaba. Um, now I'm not unfortunately I'm not familiar with that um aspect. So can you explain or elaborate on what exactly that is? Yes. Um the Merkaba is a geometric shape. It's a set of two tetrahedrons that are nested. If you saw it in two D, it would look like the Star of David, but in three D it looks like a tetrahedron, so three sides and a base, and then another three sides and a base. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're nested to create a shape. And that shape is proportional to the human body. Okay. And what happens is we learn to activate that energy in a way that creates a vortex field around our body. Now. When we study biology and um, uh, astronomy, we know that there are vortexes around stars and planets, and there's vortexes 
in our body inside the atom. So creating a meditation based on that similar, similar idea is really in harmony with the way we are made. And it, it's very interesting to me because we're using science as an awareness, and yet we're deliberately pointing towards God, which science doesn't do. And I think it's fabulous that um, we could pull uh, proof from the science side to prove that there really is God. It's very okay. amazing. Interesting. Okay. So the, the, the geometry is, um, we spend, you know, like a day or two days going through the understanding. But the short version is this symbol called the flower of life, which is this circle of circles that intersect each other. And it's a beautiful design. It looks like a flower pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, actually allows a person to reconstruct all of the five platonic solids. And it turns out the five platonic solids are directly related to our basic chemistry and the periodic table. It's directly related to our DNA. It's directly related to how plants grow. It's directly related to how our our own bodies expand, you know, distance between our little finger and our palm of our hand. So there's all these connections. And it shows that that, um, there had to have been a divine spark. And that's very cool. Okay. And so with the um, Macarba, um, how does this, how is this um, helping, you know, some of the uh, clients that you've been working with? What I have found, and I'll, I'll speak to how it affected me initially, okay. is I've always been interested in spiritual things. I've always wanted to read and read many, many books and began, you know, leading study groups where we would study books. And so I've always had a passion for understanding mystical things. And when I learned this meditation called the Merkaba, I actually felt like I had doubled my spiritual growth almost overnight. And the cool thing is this meditation only takes five minutes. You know, I was a busy mom. I had four kids. I had a corporate job. I didn't have a lot of time to meditate, but I had a big desire. So being able to put those two together and do a five-minute meditation that would change me into a loving person, even if I was tired and cranky, was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the, and the, the clients uh, that use it also have the same, same experiences. Okay. The clients that use it also have the same experience. And so and, and the principles that you have in your book um, – how do they, you know, manifest in, in regards to like life and success? How does that actually do that? I have found that when you are in harmony with the universe, the universe bends over backwards to make everything work for you. Um, I will tell you a story where I was, um, look, I was in need of a new assistant in my office in New York. And I had been in China and I uh, was talking with my husband about what we were going to do when I got back. And we were going to go to a concert at the Los Angeles Art Museum um, where a friend of mine was performing. And it's a drive from San Diego. You know, it's a big adventure. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, in the planning stages, you know, why don't we go to this other museum, the Broad Museum? It's brand new, and um, you know, we'll get to see it, um, you know, just a few weeks after it's open. Now, as a traveler, I'm thinking I'm going to be coming off of a plane from traveling for 15 hours, 
I'm going to be home one day and you want me to get up at the crack of dawn so we can go to this museum so we can, you know, double up on our trip to Los Angeles. <laughs> so I'm, I'm whining to myself. I didn't say anything to him, but I then, you know, took it into meditation and asked, isn't our highest and best good for me to do that? And I got yes. So I said, okay, let's do it. So I'm standing in line where um, there are three lines. It's an hour before the museum opens. Um, one line, you know, it's got 150 people in it already. Another line's got 100 people in it. And I'm in a line to pay extra to see this extra exhibit. And a woman comes up to the line and says, I've got extra tickets for early entry. Would anyone like them? I've got two extra tickets. And I'm looking around. I'm thinking, I want them, but I don't want to be greedy. So I kept my mouth shut. Nobody mm -hmm. said anything. And so I said, well, I'll take them. And she said, no, actually, I want two people. And I said, oh, my husband went off for coffee. He'll come back. We'll go. In. We'll go with you. And as I was walking back with her to her place in line, I got a very clear message from my guidance that said, make sure you talk to these people. Mm -hmm. So not just wait in line, but visit with them. So I visited with them and she handed me her confirmation on, it was on a, a piece of paper from a computer printout and said, you hang on to this. I want to go up and talk to somebody at the entry booth. And if we get separated, you're going to need this. So. <clears throat> I looked at the piece of paper and it had a very long German name, Regelsberger. And I said to the man that I was waiting with, you know, I used to know a family by the name of Regelsberger, but they're from Ohio. And he said, well, we're from Ohio. And without skipping a beat, the older woman who was next to him, who turned out to be his mother, looked at me and said, are you Maureen? Oh, wow. Wow. And it okay. turns out that this woman, Pat, was my mother's close friend when we were in the greenhouse business back in Ohio. Oh, and as wow. a teenager, she had six children. My mom had six children. She had not seen me for 40 years, but she recognized me. And the best part of the story is her granddaughter, who was going to school in New York City, became my assistant. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool. It's really cool. So it's a great story with all these yeah. cool connections, you know, and I had great fun. My mother, of course, was in, in a home at the time, and I had great fun sending a picture of me and her, my mother's friend, sitting mm -hmm. next to each other uh, to my sister's phone and say, take this to mom next time you see her. She'll be blown away. <laughs> you know. That is really cool. So um, there may be individuals listening to this who will disagree with your techniques, particularly Christians. So what can you say to those individuals? Well, you know, I grew up in a very strong Christian faith, um, perhaps not typical what people would say Christian, but certainly, you know, I, I was in church often, more than once a week. Mm -hmm. You know, I often would get up early and go to mass. And I have a big devotion to all the saints. But what happened to me is I began to realize that there was even more than what I was being told. And so I grew my uh, love and appreciation. I didn't give up anything. And, you know, I, I can only think of one biblical quote that goes back to what Jesus said. And I think it's John 14, 12, where he said, all these things I am doing, you will do, and more because I go to the Father, because He's sending the Holy Spirit to us. And so I believe that 
um, I'm taking that to, to another level. Um, I feel very, uh, what's the word I want, reverent towards the knowledge and the wisdom. I don't feel any need to tell people they're wrong or that they don't, you know, they don't have the right belief system because that, to me, defeats the purpose. The, the, the whole thing that we're doing is we're becoming less judgmental, not more. You know, he who is without sin cast the first stone. So how could we possibly judge each other for our belief systems wherever we're at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I understand. I understand. So do you have any upcoming events or um, projects that are um, anything that's going on um, other than your new book that you have? Do you, do you have any, um, like any engagements or workshops that are going to be coming up? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, in Virginia right now. Okay. where um, I'm going to be doing a book tour in Virginia. And if people want to go to my website, they can see the places I'm going to be at and they can come to those lectures. They're very inexpensive. Um, I also do online coursework. I also have some people who studied with me who are offering trainings in opening your own Akashic Records. There's a, a live training in, I think it's Pennsylvania and, and New York, as well as Seattle, that's being taught by my teachers. Um, and teaches these same methods that I teach. Um, so those are the big things that are coming up. Uh, and I do regular, um, I do have a regular monthly call with people if they want to participate in, and they can ask any question they want, and I take them through a process. Um, and it's a training, and it gives them opportunities to grow and learn. And that's ongoing. So that's like a membership program people can join if they want. Okay. And um, so how can people reach you? What is your uh, website? And do you have a social media that people can follow you? Yes. So I'm listed as Maureen St. Germain, the practical mystic on social media. And um, I would love it if they would follow me. Uh, My Twitter handle is my company name, which is TE Incorporated. Transformational Enterprises Incorporated. And um, my website is MaureenStGermain.com. And that's M-A-U-R-E-E-N-S-T-G-E-R-M-A-I-N.com. Um, I always have uh, free downloads. One of my current free downloads is called Divine Government Meditation. And it invites people to pray for our leaders I always say, you know, when people complain about our leaders, um, and I'm very interested in politics, but I don't publicly talk about my views in politics. Mm -hmm. But when I hear people complain, I'll say, well, you know, if my teenage son were, you know, in trouble and I was telling you about it, you'd say, well, I'll I'll keep him in my prayers. Mm -hmm. You'd do that for me. And so I tell people, when we are complaining about any leader, whoever he is, a boss, a leader, keep them in your prayers. They need that more than your criticism. Yeah. And then I also have, I don't know now what's up there, but I have a blog that um, people can sign up for and get that regularly. And then every month I put in a new free meditation that's available for 30 days. Then that drops off and something else comes in. Okay. So do you have any last words for our listening audience? Yes, I do. Okay. I will give you one tool that your listeners start to see a new reality, the 5D reality, by this one little prayer. I am asking for a day of heaven on earth 
for me and everyone I come in contact with. Changes everything. <laughs> well, Maureen, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for taking time out of, I'm sure, your busy schedule. And um, I will be sharing your information um, on social media and, and also um, on my um, page as well. So, again, I thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. And thank you for ha having me. It was a great interview. I really enjoyed it myself. Awesome. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You have an awesome day and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook at W-O-V-E Inspiration, as well as Instagram, W-O-V-E 2005. You can also leave us a comment, question, or if you would like to be a guest on this show, you can contact me at wove2005 at yahoo.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope you guys have an awesome day and keep moving forward.